Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for joining me today in the midst of everything that is going on in the world around us. On Monday this week, we did an episode on 10 ways you can improve your photography while you're stuck at home. And that got me to thinking about what other things we could do at home as photographers to make our gifts better or to make our lives easier. And that led me to this list of 10 more things you can do when stuck at home as a photographer. Now, these aren't necessarily related to improving your actual skills like the tips on Monday were, but these are more related to things you can do surrounding your photography to make your life a little bit easier and, you know, have a little bit of fun while you're at it too. So without much further ado, let's just get right into it. Here are 10 more things you can do when stuck at home as a photographer. Tip number one, edit your past trips. This is a fantastic opportunity for you to relive some of your past travels, some of your past adventures, and go back through and look at the photos you took on those trips. I have a large number of photos I have never gotten around to um, from editing from when I lived in Glasgow in the beginning of 2015. So I've taken this opportunity to go back and look through some of those, and it's not actually not just revealed some spectacular photos that I had buried in there, but it's also helped me relive a lot of the memories and remember all the fantastic and amazing people that I met while I was living there and the great things that I got to do. So this, this really is a chance for you to take a walk down memory lane and remember some of the great positive times while we're in the midst of what's going on. And while you're at it, you'll get the chance to probably find quite a few little gems that you had forgotten were in there. Not only do you get to relive great memories, you also get to find some great photos. Take this time to also edit those photos from this trip. Don't just sort and call them and remember the good times, but actually take the time to go through and edit these images as well. Get them ready to publish, show off to people, do whatever it is that you want to do with your final products. But yeah, take the time to actually edit the photos as well. Because this actually leads really well into tip number two, which is re-edit your old photos. So you've likely learned a lot since you first edited some of your old favorite photos. So go back and look at some of those old trips that you've done and try re-editing those photos that you've already edited up. Once again, this really gives you a chance to relive some past memories and relive some past favorite photos as well. And it also gives you the chance to re-edit them and see if maybe your artistic vision has changed or how it has grown um, and might give you another different print or two that you can put up in the house or another idea for a place you want to go back to. Sticking with your photos, now that you've looked back at your old trips and you've re-edited some old photos and you've found some brand new gems and the ones you hadn't edited before, it's time to enact tip number three, rebuild your portfolio. Now, regardless of if you are trying to make it professionally as a photographer or if you are just wanting to do it because you just love the art of it, having a selection of 10 to 15 photos that you love that really show off your skills and that you really just want to show people when you say, hey, I like taking photos, that's super helpful to do. If you're going into the business side of it, you need a portfolio or two, depending on what you're going at. I have a portfolio that is specifically meant for journalism jobs when I apply on them to get some freelance work, and I have one that is more spent specifically for travel and adventure work. I actually have three different portfolios I use depending on the situation and who I need to send them to. And this is a great chance for you to do the exact same thing. 
So really, if you have a portfolio, go back and look at it and look at it very critically. And this is, this is going to be one of the hardest pieces of advice for anybody to have to hear, but you might have to remove some photos that you personally love dearly that don't necessarily yell out to other people. Um, and this is one of the hardest parts of the creative process is there might be a photo that you adore because it reminds you of a situation or you see something in it that other people don't. Um, I have a couple of photos I would love to include in my portfolio that I think are beautiful and wonderful, but I think they're beautiful and wonderful because of the story behind them. The, the photos are good. There's nothing wrong with them by any stretch, but they're definitely not portfolio worthy. They're not, you know, one of my top 15 images I've ever taken. And that's going to be one of the hardest parts about this process, but really go at it with a critical eye and look for what will help your portfolio truly stand out the best that it can. Now, this can be a really, really difficult process, regardless of if you already have a portfolio or if you're just putting one together. We're going to release a, another bonus episode sometime in the next week here that is going to do a deep dive into portfolios, what to look for in them, how you choose what goes into them, all that kind of good stuff. It's going to be a really in-depth episode all about portfolios because I understand they're a difficult thing to do right. They're a difficult thing to do well. And they're really hard, especially when you're first starting to put it together to see the difference between what makes a fantastic image and what makes one that you love. And there's nothing wrong with loving that photo, but other people won't necessarily love it or see the value in it the way you do. So watch out for that bonus content coming out sometime in the next week where we will do a very deep dive into portfolios. Now that we've started pulling out our best photos into portfolios, it's time to put them somewhere so you can show them off to people. That's where tip number four comes in. It's time to build or work on your website. Regardless of if you are doing this professionally or just for fun, having a website is a great way to show off the photos you're taking. And there's so many free options out there that you can do if you're doing this just for fun, or there's a ton of great paid options if you're trying to do this professionally. But build one up for yourself or work on the one that you already have going, because this is a great chance for you to clean up that website, put those new photos in there, really put the best photos out onto it that you have rather than kind of keeping some on there that are good, but you know, you want them there just in case someone likes it or something like that. This dilutes the quality of your truly fantastic photos. So try and eliminate as many of them as possible. This has to be your best work sitting out in front of people. You can get your SEO up and going, your search engine optimization running much better, build yourself a new about page, update anything that you think really needs to be updated on there. If you are looking to do this professionally, you need a website. That should be very clear at this point. Don't just rely on Facebook and Instagram to bring people in. Give yourself your own platform that is your own voice that you fully control. Don't rely on sources that are coming from other people that they fully control. They can choose to shut down, change, do whatever they want at any second. Build your own website. And if you're doing this just for fun, it's still kind of fun to have your photos out there. And who knows, somebody might find one, they might love it something might happen out of it that way. It's just, There's enough free options that it's worth putting them out there if you are interested in doing that. All right, on to tip number five, and that is going to be to clean up your photos, clean up your hard drives, get everything organized. This kind of follows through with everything else we've already been talking about, but this is a great chance to really pin down your photography workflow. One of the big things in your workflow is having proper storage of your images. I know for a really long time, I had some photos stored on one hard drive, some on another one, some were still on my phone, some were stored in a Google Drive somewhere. It was an absolute disaster. 
until I consolidated and backed up all my work and really cleaned up my files and got them all into one location and backed up properly, all that kind of good stuff. And this is a really great chance for you to do the exact same thing. You can create a great directory. You can sort, call, and keyword your photos, and you can make them easier to find so you aren't always hunting everywhere for them and kind of going, it's like, oh, is that one here? Oh, was that one there? Oh, did I post that one to Instagram? No, you can create a really clean, concise archive, and that's going to make you so much happier when you're trying to find photos or when you're trying to organize things, especially if you have someone reach out to you saying, hey, do you have any photos from this trip? Or if you have a client who goes, hey, I'd love to buy a copy of this, and then you don't have to go hunting for it. You can just go right to where it is in your director and be like, yeah, here it is and get back to them 30 seconds later rather than digging around for five minutes. Spend a little bit of time here sorting and building up a proper directory of your photos. Call them, get that means delete some of them, go through and delete what you don't need and keyword your photos as well if you're using a program like Lightroom or Photo Mechanic that allows you to do some keywording so you can find photos faster. All right, finally, moving away from just dealing with things digitally and looking at your photos and your website and all that kind of good stuff. We're moving on to tip number six, spend some time networking with other photographers and travelers and other adventurers. So most of the world is online right now. Go seek out spaces where you're going to find other like-minded folks to have conversations about photography with or about traveling or about adventuring. Go and find other people you can talk to about what you want to talk about. You can try and find a local photographer's club in your area and join them online. You can reach out to photographers you admire and just say, hey, thank you so much for everything that you do. Love your work. You know, you really inspire me. Something like that. Engage them in a conversation. Engage and talk with the people around you. Most of us are stuck indoors. So just engage digitally. That's, that's what social media was originally all about. So let's use it as that. Let's use it as a networking and communications tool and build up a digital community that you can have conversations with and that you can then meet in person and shoot with once this crisis has ended, if you want to, obviously, and if you can. But you could have lots of new adventure and travel buddies to meet up with when everything is ready to go again. All right, moving on to tip number seven, and that kind of ties into that last one but it's to prepare yourself for future trips. Just because we can't really be outside and traveling and doing all the stuff that we really want to doesn't mean we can't be ready to go when everything calms down. I have a massive list of places that I want to go to and things that I want to do, and this is the prime opportunity to do some trip planning. So what I tend to do is just look at the map of places that I want to go. I have a Google map. Um, that I've set up for myself that's like, I want to go here and here and here. And then I build little trips out within Google Maps that like directs how we would go places and stuff like that. And I will look at the best time of year to be there for the type of photos I want to get. I will look into approximate costs of being there during times not like these. Look at what ways I can pay for it, whether there's some corporations I can work with, if there's some writing gigs I can do, if I'm just going to pay for it out of my pocket, something like that. Really think about how you're going to get around, where you want to stay, how you want to stay there. Oh, and what skills and other gear I will really need for the experience that I want to have while I'm there. I've been working on building up certain skills in the gym and here at home to be ready to take on large scale challenges for about the last two years now. It's taken me a lot of time to build my body up to the point where I feel like I can really start trusting it to do some of these big expeditions and to do some of these big goals that I really want to take on. So some of these things will take a lot of lead up time with permits and building up skills and doing all that kind of stuff. So what better way to figure out 
that you need all of that than right now. You can have so many trips ready to go and start learning some extra skills that can help you on those trips when we're ready. Speaking of which, that leads us really well into tip number eight, which is increase your skills. There are a plethora of learning options out there like this podcast that you're listening to. Thank you very much for joining us. So go and find something you want to learn more about. It could be business related. Like you could go take a business course. You could go take a social media course. It could be photography related. You could do exactly what you're doing now. Sit and listen to this podcast. You could sit and watch YouTube videos on landscape photography or travel photography or whatever you want to do. Or it could just be something you've always wanted to learn, like knitting or guitar. Like it's a hobby you've never had the time to really sit down and learn. And this is your opportunity to do that. And don't think just because you're not working on photography doesn't mean you're actually not working on photography. Working on outside creative endeavors that make you better at something, even if they aren't directly related to photography, can make your photos better. That's because you are helping to create new pathways in your brain. You're seeing things in a new way, and that can really only help you grow your artistic eye and your ability to see the world around you. So take on learning a new hobby if you want to. Take on learning a new photography skill. This is really your chance to dig into all of those fantastic digital courses that exist online and learn something new. All right, moving on to tip number nine, clean and care for your gear. I do this one often anyway, but I'm a bit meticulous when it comes to keeping the gear in good shape. This is a great chance to look through all of your photography and outdoor gear, sort it and catalog what you have, don't forget to record serial numbers in case you ever have to report anything to the police or to insurance and to clean it all. Really do a deep clean on some of the gear just to make sure it's all in tip top functioning shape. This also gives you a good idea of what you will need to replace in the near future. Maybe you have some stuff you can sell off and get rid of because you don't need it anymore. This is a great chance to really catalog what you have, what you need and what you can get rid of. And then to clean everything and take care of it because that gear takes care of you a lot. It's time for you to do a little bit of that in return for it. All right, on to the last tip for our bonus episode today. Tip number 10, watch some outdoor documentaries and get inspired. There are so many amazing outdoor documentaries. I've been watching a lot on doing nighttime photography, actually, and just what it's like out in the wilderness under the stars and surfing under the stars and skiing under the stars and a lot of stuff taking place at night under the stars and under the Aurora. And it's just so inspiring to remember how beautiful and spectacular and amazing our world is. And I cannot wait to get back out there and explore it and be a part of it. So go and find some documentaries from people who inspire you or about places that inspire you and Get yourself into that wanderlust mode and ready to be back out there and exploring again. That's everything for me today, folks. I want to give a huge, huge thank you to all of our frontline staff and everybody who's out there working through what is going on right now to ensure we stay safe and healthy. Can't say enough of a huge thank you to everybody who's on the front lines of this pandemic right now and doing everything that they can to make sure it ends the best way that we can have it end. Thank you 
for your work and for everything that you're doing for all of us. That's the episode for today, folks. I really appreciate you joining me here and taking a listen and for all the support I've been getting recently. I am loving being able to do this. So thank you so much for joining me. If you would like to connect with us, you can find us online at the Travel and Adventure Photography School.com, on Facebook at the Travel and Adventure Photography School, and on Instagram at Travel Adventure Photo School. We would love to chat with you, see what you are creating or what you're up to during this time. We may have to be a little bit socially isolated, but that doesn't mean that we can't communicate with each other. We got all this beautiful, wonderful digital technology. So let's have a conversation. Let's talk about photography. Let's talk about art. It'd be great to chat with some of you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, go and grab your remote this time, maybe. Find a documentary to inspire you. Sort and clean and categorize some of your gear. Stay home. Stay healthy, and let's all get ready to travel again in the near future.